Oh, what's up, guys? Well, I'm out on the river. Figured what better way to get away from the media, social media, the virus, people, all of that and any of that. So I decided to go out on the river. I, I contacted Gordon, Mr. Gordon Peters, the elusive Gordon Peters, and told him I was going out. I'm actually out on the river about an hour earlier than what I told him I was going to be out on the river. So that is probably why he's not with me because <laughs> I'm out here extremely early. But um, oh, look at there. There's that, uh, that wolf. See if I can turn around and you can see it. It's pretty funny. Back up into it. Maybe you can see it from right there. It's pretty good, right? Pretty funny. People are trying to scare people off the river. Not really. Just some fun stuff people are doing, but I'm going to probably join this with um, with the studio portion of the podcast. I'm not going to do much out here on the river because I know it's a little annoying sound-wise, and also, well, I mean, there's a few reasons. One, it's it's annoying sound-wise because you're going to hear the the ripple of the water, you're going to hear me banging stuff on the, um, sorry about that, by the way, <laughs> you're going to hear me banging stuff on the side of the kayak, you're going to hear me rubbing across stuff on the bottom of the river, although probably not today because I'm out here, it's about an hour and a half before high tide at the moment, which is perfect, I mean, the water level is outrageous, I mean, I've never seen the water level this high, honestly. We've had a lot of uh, rain, precipitation over the past few weeks. And, uh, Gordon and I have said we've been planning and trying to get out, uh, weather permitting, to get out and see some things and get on the Edisto. Because the Edisto, oh my God, it's just probably gone up a good five to six feet in some places. And it's probably just going to be amazing. It's going to be a good flow to it going to not have as many obstacles or barriers and the same thing here you know I'm out here high tide the river is is risen more than normal and I'm probably not gonna have which I don't I don't have any out here anyway out here on the actually I don't have any obstacles or stuff that I have to to um, Portage over or cut through or any of that stuff. I don't carry any of my equipment out here as far as my saws and my hatchets and different things like that to get through obstacles because there's just there's not any out here in this river. So. But I was just feeling like I needed to reconnect with nature, get out and enjoy some of this exceptional height on the river 
if I could get out on the Yetta stove, which I could do. It just takes some coordination. And without Gordon helping me coordinate, it's kind of tough. But I would like to be out on the Edisto taking advantage of the, the speed of the river. That way you don't have to paddle as much. You can just kind of sit back and enjoy the ride and let the river just take you down. Like I said, I'm out here an hour and a half prior to high tide. So I'm going north on the river, I guess west on the river away from the ocean. So high tide is coming up at 6.30, so the tide is coming in now. So the tide is coming in this direction, or it was coming in this direction. It's filled the, it's filled the river, and once the, the tide hits, at, or the time changes at 6.30, where the tide starts to go back out, uh, the river is going to go the opposite direction. It's going to go back here behind me. So best laid plans of mice and men, I'm riding the, the end of the current going northwest, and once I go out about an hour or so and I turn and start to come back, I'll be riding the low tide, which is taking out, going back southeast, so that's the way to do it out here, unless you just really want a hard, heavy workout, you want to fight and paddle against the current, the best thing to do is hit it a couple hours before low or high tide, you know, which either direction that is. So for example, just in case you don't know, if I was going to hit it at low tide, I would want to be going the other direction. I would want to be going southeast and uh, letting the tide take me out. And then as it changes, it starts coming back in, that water is going to push me back in the other direction. So. That's what we're doing out here on the Ashley. Sometimes I don't catch it during the tide, and I just, uh, I pretty much uh, go against the tide on the way out, and that way the tide can push me back in on the way in, and I can kind of relax on the way back in. So, that's about it, man. Um, we got the coronavirus. Uh, they're, they're talking about social distancing. And I'm about as far away from a person as you can get at the moment. Wasn't very many cars out here at the landing. Not a lot of people on the river. I think it's just going to be me and whatever animals I may see. And then I'll take it back to the house later on this evening. Finish up with um, an actual show. What do I got going on up here? I think I have a... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, some kind of duck or something up here. Duck or goose. Hey, buddy. What's going on over here? So we're going to pass right by this guy. You're probably not going to see him unless you see him in the rear view. He has just has just taken a, just taken a hard left. He seems like he's paddling pretty hard going underneath the tree. Hey, buddy. I see you. Some kind of... Uh, there he goes. I don't know. Maybe you can see him coming over this direction. Right back there, but beyond that tree. It's pretty cool. Super quiet out here right now. I hear a, a little hum of some outdoor motors going to and fro, but I'm not hearing really anything out here at the moment.
super duper quiet. I'm already 0.3 miles into this trip. We're going to go down probably another 0.7 miles. We'll probably go a mile out and a mile back. The water is pretty much stagnant, so I'm doing about a two miles an hour paddle at the moment. Which, if I'm on Yedisto, usually that, that's about the flow of the river, it's two miles an hour. Um, at this point, with the, the flow and the excess water that we've had, moisture that we've had, it's probably going about three to four miles an hour, really. But anyway, um, I'll get back to the house later on tonight. We'll do a little bit of a show, try and tie this thing up, but I just wanted to kind of give you guys a little bit of a relaxing, peaceful river time. really the greatest time to be alive ever. We have a little bit of a virus going on. There's some hype out there. Things are getting scary. People are hunkering down. Things are closing. Um, people are wondering where they're going to get the next paycheck from. How they're going to buy supplies that they need. And we'll discuss all that later on, I guess. So, anyway, I'm going to get out here and enjoy the river, guys. We'll talk to you a little bit later on, okay? Peace. That's a little Robert Lighthouse. That's off his album, um, Democracy Boulevard. It's called the She's the One I Love. I'm sorry, guys. I got, I'm trying to find something to wipe my hand off with. I got Leia up here. I've got some kind of bag. I don't even remember what was in this bag. Probably something important, something very special that somebody gave to me. And, um, yeah, I don't even remember what it was, but... There it is. So yeah, this is uh, Leia's handiwork right here. Yeah, I'm talking about you right over here. Leia's in the studio, by the way. Oh, so I got this bag. I really, I really don't remember what was in that bag, and I'm sorry if it was something that you gave to me. Then um, I'm sure it was very special. <laughs> And I don't, I don't remember what it is. I'm sorry. 
So, yeah, that was Robert Lighthouse. Uh, he's played at uh, Studio 117 a couple times. He's played at uh, Shady's Rest out there at Shady's um, Backyard Barbecue Extravaganza thingy that uh, has been canceled for this Saturday because of the coronavirus. But that's his album, Democracy Boulevard. And uh, it's called She's the One I Love. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, all the platforms. Get out there. I recommend you listen to it. It's a great blues album. Robert is from Sweden. He resides in Washington, D.C. now at the moment. Leia, you were laying down nicely and now... Every time I start talking, you just look at me like, um, like you're watching me, like you're watching me, like you're watching a TV show or something. So, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <clears throat> so I went out on the river. You probably saw that uh, previously because uh, I posted the video and the audio from that ahead of uh, what I'm saying right now. So this is a Wednesday release. I'm not sure if it'll be in the morning or the afternoon. You'll find out whenever you see it posted. But had a good time out on the river. I went to the Ashley River, and uh, Mr. Gordon Peters, the elusive Gordon, was supposed to, well, he wasn't supposed to. I, I, I contacted him and said, hey, I'm going out to the river. Would you mind meeting me? And I never even heard back from him. So that shows you how much he cares for me. But um, I said during that video that I would come home and uh, put together a video in audio for the rest of the podcast, so that's what I'm doing. And I've been up here for at least, fuck time is it? I've been up here for at least 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, trying to get the computer updated, because I took the computer with me to Lowe's Foods and uh, Big B Coffee sometime last week. Um, I think it was last Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's been, it's been in the back of my truck ever since. So when I came in and plugged it in, it had all kind of updates that it needed to do. And, um, yeah. So it's taken me a while to kind of get started. Now I'm kind of unmotivated, really. (laughs) But lots of things going on. Um, I was out on the river just trying to relax and get away for a little bit. Uh, Things are kind of stressful. Uh, not for just for me, but for everybody, I think, in general. This coronavirus has put a damper on the lifestyle here in the United States and everywhere else in the world. But, you know, we're um, a land of excess here in the United States. That's a fact. I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't know. We're a land of excess. We can have anything, anytime we want it. Whether it be sweets, food, goods, uh, movies, entertainment, um, whatever the case may be, we can pretty much have anything we want to here in the United States at any given time. Well, guess what? Right now, things aren't looking so good. Um, As of tomorrow, here in the state of South Carolina... According to the governor, everything is shut down. Bars, restaurants, whatever. You cannot go and gather in those places and um, have a good time with people. You have to go 
uh, in a drive-through style method or order stuff to go, pick up at the door, it's not going to be as nice starting tomorrow for the rest of the month. 15 days, I think, is what the, uh, the expected time is. And that's pretty much everywhere in the United States. Uh, we saw from the CDC task force, um, the White House task force, whatever the task force is, there's a bunch of them out there. There's a bunch of people working and collaborating together that have put together these plans that have decided that it's a good idea that we stop conjugating and um, getting together in public places and spreading this virus around the United States. I think it's a good idea. I'm not mad about it. I do work in a food and bev uh, type job as a bartender that, um, you know, I don't get any paid leave. I don't get any sick leave. I don't get any uh, 401ks or bonuses and all that. And, and that's my decision. I do that um, on purpose. But at this time, for the next 15 days, I will not be getting paid. And a lot of other people that are in the food and bev industry will not be getting paid. And there's a lot of other people that are in other industries that will not be getting paid. And obviously it's something that needs to be done. We need to quarantine. We need to put people uh, in their houses and away from other people. And no one knows who's infected, who's not infected. The symptoms are very mild. Uh, the symptoms, um, the incubation period for this thing is three to 15 days or something. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But um, we needed to do something. And, I, and it's happened. It's done. It's going to happen for the next 15 days. Hopefully that's going to slow things down. We're still working on a vaccine. There's been some deaths. I'm not sure all the numbers. I'm not going to go through all the numbers and bore you with all that. But everybody's quarantined. I'm in the house for the next um, 15, 16, 20, 25, 30 days or whatever. Who knows how long this thing may last. They're saying this thing could uh, go on for months, you know, into July and August. And, you know, at the beginning of this thing, Mr. Trump said that... Uh, this thing would just disappear and go away as the weather warmed up and it would be gone by April. And uh, now, you know, we're quarantined until April. So we'll see what happens. It's not the, the best of times, but it's not the worst of times either. So there you go. I really don't know what else to say about it. I don't, I'm not an expert on it. I don't think I have it, and I don't know anybody that has had it or does have it. We do have some cases here in South Carolina, up in Lexington, and um, oh, what was the other other places here in South Carolina? Doesn't matter. It's pretty much hit all 50 states at this point. Of course, the bigger, most populated uh, states have got hit the hardest. California and Washington and, and, and uh, New York and places like that just makes sense. The more populated you are, the more uh, cases you're going to have, just like um, anything else, right? I mean, the more populated you are, you are the more cases of gun violence you're going to have, the more domestic violence you're going to have, the more car accidents you're going to have. Everything like that, it just happens uh, statistically. That's the way it goes. 
the more you, the more people you have, the more cases of everything that you have. So it's going to be a fun uh, next 15 days, and then we'll reassess and go from there. You know, I've been in uh, charge of a lot of projects, and I've been in charge of a lot of things with my time in the military and my time as a government contractor. And even before that, as a manager at a couple of different places before I even joined the military, um, people have to make decisions. And sometimes decisions aren't popular, but sometimes uh, you can't think about what the, the, the majority of the people want. You have to make a decision based on facts and based on evidence and based on what's going on. And sometimes it's not a popular decision. And, and most leaders are not popular. Well, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that, that most leaders aren't popular. Um, a lot of leaders don't make a lot of friends. I don't know. I don't agree with that either. I think if you do your job correctly and if you do it, um, if you do it right and you do it with the right amount of couth and you do it with the right amount of, uh, uh, serenity and style, whatever, you can be popular, you can be liked, you can be even enamored for your decisions that you're going to make. But there's a lot of times out there where leaders are not the most liked people in the world. I remember when I was uh, getting elected as the dorm chief in basic training after the, the first dorm chief had been fired. And uh, my uh, drill instructor, training instructor came up to me and said that I was not going to be liked and that I could not be friends with the rest of the, uh, with the rest of the flight, that I was not going to be a popular person or whatever. I said to myself, no, why is that the case? Why can't you lead and still be friends with people? Why can't you lead and still be liked? Why can't you lead and still have people respect you? And uh, so... I respected my training instructor. Don't get me wrong. Sergeant Cloud was her name. She was a, uh, a um, not a staff sergeant. She was a buck sergeant. We, we don't have buck sergeants anymore in the Air Force. But, you know, at the time, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why, how can you, why can you not be a leader and be a liked person? That just makes no sense at all. Uh, that tells me that you're leading in the wrong way. And, you know, I liken it to, I don't know. Ronald Reagan, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, all these people that, <clears throat> and I could go on and on and on. Those are just three names that came off the top of my head. But why, you know, these people were fairly respected and they led and they, um, people respected their ideas and their decisions and their leadership style and what have you. And then you have other people like the Trumps and the Bush, uh, you know, Bush two. And um, who else? I don't know. Nixon. Just naming presidents off the top of my head. But And those people made decisions that were not well-received and well-liked. And that was because of their personality and because of their leadership style. It wasn't so much because of their decisions. Their decisions were probably sound. But their uh, personality was not sound. And they didn't lead in the way that they should lead, even though they had good ideas, if that makes any sense. I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but I don't even remember what I was talking about to begin with, really. And Leia's over here. She's gone to sleep. She's like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about anymore. I'm tired of talking with you. After she tore my hand up 
And before that, I don't know if you can see this, but she tore my wrist up a couple of days ago. So Lay and I have been fighting. Not fighting. We've been having fun, but... Um, and we're getting ready to have more fun, right, Leia? I'm trying to get on the road. I'm trying to get an RV, a truck camper, a pull-behind, uh, some sort of RV-type thing. And uh, I want to sell this house. I'm going to take this studio on the road. This table's not coming with me if I go. The table's too big for any of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm getting ready to get on the road. I'm trying to sell everything in this house. So if you're interested, hit me up. Come take a look. You can look up here in the studio. I've got an air hockey machine. I've got drums. I've got a refrigerator. I've got uh, paintings and pictures and beds and couches and uh, shelving and dresser drawers and nightstands and coffee tables and light fixtures and just all kind of stuff, man. I got gym equipment in the in the gym that is just uh, outrageous. I've got so many things, tools, lawn equipment. Come take a look, and while you're here, let's sit down and have a podcast. You know, since I'm sitting here and not doing anything for the next uh, 15 to 30 days, fuck, let's sit here and talk to whoever comes in. If you come in to purchase some equipment to do something, we're going to sit down. You're going to sit down on the other side of this table, and we're going to have a conversation and find out what's going on with you and what makes you tick and what makes you special and uh, why we should care about you, really. And... um We're going to have a podcast about it. We're going to put out some extra episodes in this time of need. People are going to need stuff to listen to, right? They're going to need stuff to entertain them and uh, occupy their time and pass the time. So why not do that with a podcast? And it could be my podcast. It could be anybody else's. It could be uh, Caleb Taylor's podcast. It could be Joshua Jarman's podcast. It could be the new Oak Road uh, Girls of uh, Brewing podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn. Crystalia. There's all kind of stuff out there. I haven't even been listening to very many podcasts lately. I've been listening to a lot of RV podcasts, and I guess they're podcasts or RV shows because I'm starting to get into the mode for RVing. So I'm trying to get all the information that I can because that's what I do. I, whenever I've got my mind or my sight set on something, I do extensive research. I mean, more than you could possibly imagine. I dive into it, just like I did with this podcast, just like I did with the military, like I did with uh, government contracting. Whatever the case may be, if if it's something that I'm interested in, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to go into it 100%. So... Um, what else was I talking about? I don't even remember what was going on. Uh, we're supposed to have prime rib night tomorrow night at homegrown. We're supposed to have Fleming Moore and uh, some of his friends on Thursday. We're supposed to have Dan Riley, who also actually has already canceled on me. Um, on Friday, we were supposed to have Matthew Christman on Saturday. But as of uh, late this afternoon, I don't think that's going to happen because, like I said, the governor has come down and said that uh, nobody will be operating as of tomorrow. So I'm still waiting to hear back from Caleb, my partner, 
to find out exactly what the plan is. If we're going to offer anything, I got like a little, a little, little thing on my nose right here, like a little bump, maybe a beginning of a, of a pimple or a zit or something. It's, it's a little tender right there. So that's why I keep rubbing my face. So we're going to figure out what's going on there at Homegrown. And that's it. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I'm trying to sell the house, trying to get on the road in an RV. I want to go out and see my kids. Um, my first stop is probably going to go go, go up through uh, Tennessee. I want to see my buddy Slayton up there and maybe do a podcast with him. I want to roll on through there a little further up and over to Illinois to see my buddy uh, Ryan, where I used to be stationed up there in Illinois at Scott Air Force Base. Known Ryan since my first base in, in Valdosta at Moody Air Force Base back in the early 90s. <clears throat> I want to go then down from there, stop and visit a couple places on the way down, but I want to go on down to Flagstaff, Arizona to see my older son. And then I want to go over and up to Reno, Nevada, almost into California to see my youngest son. So I've got big plans to go on this RV trip. And I will, um, after that, you know, venture up and down the West Coast, probably California, Washington, maybe Vancouver, and uh, take advantage of uh, my passport a little bit if the borders are open at that point, which I'm, you know, I'm thinking this is going to be 45 to 60 days down the road. Give me time to sell the things in my house and to sell my house. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to get on the road, man. I'm a, I'm a podcast on the road. I'm hoping to go. Do a podcast with Slayton, the second one with him. I want to do a podcast with my buddy Ryan. I want to do a podcast with both my sons. And, uh, of course, I'll do some solo stuff along the way. So, that's what's happening. That's what's up. And hopefully, within the next couple weeks or so, people are going to come in here, hopefully purchase some stuff to help me with my move. And... <laughs> we're going to get some more people in here doing some podcasts, just everyday Joes and uh, Josettes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Leia is over here snoring, and I feel like I need to go take a nap myself. It's been a long day. And um, that's it, guys. So that's what's going on. A little coronavirus update. What's going on in the state? What's going on with jobs and people? A uh, little update on what I did on the river and what my plans are as far as getting on the road. So I am drinking. I don't have any craft beers tonight. I have some rocks from um, a whiskey setup that my ex-girlfriend gave me, her mom gave me. So it's a whiskey glass. I've got uh, four stone rocks in there that were cooled and... Uh, cooled down in the freezer and I put some Patron vodka. I mean, fuck Patron tequila on top of that. So I haven't drank any of this. Ah, ooh, man, I don't drink vodka. I mean, fuck, I don't drink tequila, but that's what was in the house. So that's what we got. Patron tequila. All right, guys, that's it. That's all I got. I'll talk to you soon.